Okay, let's get into Parshas Voyeschanon, Tavshin Pei Beis. I want to thank uh, all those that uh, expressed their wishes through all the different media um, on the loss of my mom. Um, she was an amazing woman. She loved the uh, Torah. She loved Parsha. She was uh, she loved the Parsha year. She and my father, Yibad Alchaim, uh, listened uh, every single week for the past uh, decades. And um, her neshama should have an aliyah, and um, we should just continue her legacy of Avas uh, HaTorah and Avas Chesed and Avas Yisrael Be'ezus Hashem. Okay, Parshas Vo'eschanan, Tavshin Pei'bez. And we are in one of those parshiyos that is just, what do we don't, what do we not talk about? So much here in Parshas Nachamu, which also, by the way, just to remember, the Shabbos Nachamu gives us Nachama, gives Klan Yisrael Nachama. And we'll start off with one of the more well-known psukim in the Parsha. We say it every day in Laning. As it says here in Perak Dalet, Pasuk Lamites, you shall know, you shall know so many of these psukim we mention every year. The greatest Sefer Musr that we have in history is Sefer Dvarim, Moshe Rabbeinu's pep talk, uh, the six weeks before he died. And uh, each Pasuk is, is just jam-packed with messages uh, and uh, Musr that we could talk about. See, here too is one of them. You shall know, and you shall take it to your hearts. You should know that Hashem is um, is the ultimate. I think we're been a Bachai. We had a couple of years ago uh, who said that this pasuk is one of the sources of, of the mitzvah of Emuna. Uh, but here we have this year from the Lachos Beno Hashem. Uh, we have a drush. We have a drush. If we put a extra commas in the in the pasukim, the pasuk can read as follows: Mishahu merumam bebechinas shamayim. Anyone who is uplifted like shamayim, right? Bashamayim. So then, mima'al. Shetamid sham leneged enav es ha-shamayim ba'olam haba. If my focus is shamayim, if my focus is olam haba, if I'm always living on a higher plane, azai mima'al. Humeromam v'lo yorid l'katnus. If my focus is ba-shamayim, then I won't be pulled down by uh, by little um, mundane uh, focuses and issues. If my my connection, my strong magnetic spiritual forces is ba-shamayim, that's where I'm facing, then mima'al. Then I'm always going to be focused on up and hopefully remain on up and not be pulled down. Yodea she'olam hazehu rakprozder lo'olam haba. Ach me'idach mishuhu va'al ha'aretz. But if someone is va'al ha'aretz, shall neged enough tanira rak ha'aretz, the focus of one's life is the aretz, it's artsius, is gashmi things. Rak olam hazeh. The eno marumam el aroe rakes ha'artsius. And they're not uplifted, but they just see the physicality, the mundane, that's their goal. Their goals are this worldly goals. Humitachas. Shetamid yore lakanos, then they'll always be pulled down to uh, those types of issues and be involved in those types of arguments. Our goal is to always be connected upstairs. And uh, the focus, obviously, we have to be involved in various things in the world, as Brother Shem will talk about in a couple of minutes. But the goal and the and the uh, what we what our focus is in life. Uh, when we think about our day, uh, should be, right? I say Torah's Chakeva, not just learning Torah, but a life of Torah is Keva. Umlach and everything else we do in life is, is Arai. So Bashamayim, that's a key. So then we'll end up being Mimal, and not Aris Bidachas. And he quotes a story from a mayor, Pamishlana, that Mikvatara Haya Memuka, Mechori Har Gadol, there was a certain Mikvah, 
that was in his neighborhood, but it was on the edge of a, it was on the slope of a mountain. And Bechorev, during the winter, the winter, it got icy and snowy, so you couldn't get up to the uh, the mountain the normal way, because it was all icy and snowy. If you ever went, had to go, like, if it's all, you had to go around the whole mountain the other side, and on the other side, there were steps, and it was uh, less uh, slippery. Which was dangerous. The Rameer Parmeshlana, though, he always went straight. He always went straight up on the mountain and never slipped. Never slipped. One time, there was a young group of men that saw Rameer Parmeshlana go and went up straight on the mountain. And he said, if he could do it, we could do it. It must be, it's enough, safe for us. And they all went up and they fell. They needed medical attention. But after they, they got better, they went to a mayor of and said, I understand, Rebbe. Nobody else could go on the mountain. It's slippery. How could you go? So a mayor of said, When you're zoned in, when he must have not even seen that it was slippery. He must not have even seen the ground. He was just up there. He was focused up there. Meryl, kasher l'mala b'boriyola v'il ha'yolacha lechaz gam b'mala. He wasn't saying it out out gaivi. He was just saying it as, as a reality. Like I don't even see it was slippery. So if somebody is is like that in that frame of mind in that space, so then um, then they end up you know, not having to fall. But again, obviously the um, message is for us figuratively that if we are focused on Shemayim, then we'll, we won't be slipping on things that pull us down in life. That's what we have to make sure. For Aretz, you know, we uh, we wouldn't be. I think we mentioned years ago um, in a Haggadah shir, the thought of the Lekah Vahaliba, of Avram Shur, where he says at the end of the Haggadah, we say, Echad um, Miyodeya, Shtayim Miyodeya, what exactly is the message, is the purpose of that uh, of that pr- uh, prayer, of that uh, uh, Pismon at the end of the uh, Tefillahs. He says, there are two Gemaras. One Gemara, Mizachas Menachas, we know, tells us that if we look at uh, the color of Tcheles, that'll remind us of the Yam, which will remind us of the of the uh, sky, which will remind us ultimately of the Kisi HaKavit. Well, another Gemara tells us that if we're, if a, a man is not supposed to look at the colored garments of a woman, because it could lead to improper thoughts, uh, it doesn't say non-Tcheles, right? It could be even Tcheles uh, clothing. So the question is, what, why is the why is it okay? What's the difference between uh, the two different lookings? Right? Why does one looking lead to the kisya kavan and one looking lead to the improper thought? So it explains the halakha alibov in this agada. Well, it depends what we're doing the rest of the day. If the whole day we're focused on ruchnias, if the whole day we're focused on Torah and chesed and mitzvahs, so then when we see the color of tchelas, then that will lead us to the kisya kavan because that's ultimately what. Um, what our mind is full of, and that's what is going to be affected. And if we're involved in other things throughout the day, uh, non-Kedusha activities, then when we see Begadim Savoniums, then Rechwan Al-Sana will lead us to inappropriate thoughts. But it depends what we're, we're involved in the rest of the day. The whole day, our mind has to be full with other uh, constructive topics. The last Rambam in Hilchas Yisuri a person's mind is a vacuum, and we have to fill it with, with Torah and Kedusha, and avoda, and in that way, always stay connected up. And that's all alluded to in this phrase that we say in Aleinu, Bashamayim Mimao. That's how we have to live our lives. Okay, moving right along. So, Moshe Rabbeinu, let's go back down to the beginning of the parsha. 
Moshe Rabbeinu wants to go into Eretz Yisrael. There is nothing more that he desires to finish his avoda. He feels that this is, is a major element. If we think about it, it's fascinating that so many greats in our history were unable to complete the task of which they dreamed of. Kodesh Baruch Hu decided that it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Right? Avram and Yitzchak, right? they each had a son. They didn't think that it was part of the process. Uh, it's not as blatant there, but as we continue going, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu was not able to go into Eretz Yisrael, which was really his his uh, his goal. David Amelech, obviously, his goal was to build the base of Migdash, and he was unable. So some of the greats of our history uh, were Kadosh Baruch Hu decided this is what you're supposed to do. It should give us give, give us nechama. Also, as much as we do, that's our tachlis, right? After 120, that's what we that's how we should uh, view our lives. When we are in our lives, never to uh, stop and never to uh, be complacent and continue accomplishing, but to recognize that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate one that decides uh, what we are going, what what the limits of our accomplishment uh, might be. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davin's says, you've started, you've started to show your servant uh, the uh, beautiful land." As Gavachav, as Yodcha, Chazaka, and the uh, the strength that we've had uh, uh, victories over enemies. Please let me go in. Let me go in. Let me go see the beautiful um, Eretz Yisrael. Hashem ultimately showed it to him, which we've noted in the past. You know, one would think that that's even just a tease, right? Just a tease. And Moshe says, "Let me, let me see it, and let me go in." And Hashem says, you can see it. And that somehow gave him a nechama, that it was a good thing. There was a positive that Moshe Rabbeinu would have wanted. Not that, oh, I'm not even going to show it to you because that's just going to make you uh, hurt more. No, Kodesh Baruch Hu shows it to him and that's considered something very, very special in the eyes of Moshe Rabbeinu. So says the, um, says the, say the Pesukim that Moshe Rabbeinu had this desire. So the Gemara Vesech to the end of the first parak, Adaf Yudalid, Yavad they quoted there in source number two. Um, the Gemara discusses why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go in. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? Right, is it because of the wonderful fruit? What's the, what's the reason? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go in? Harbei mitzvot, says the Gemara, it's Tavol Yisrael. Many mitzvot are only existent in Eretz Yisrael. Right, all the mitzvot are tulias baaretz. And we might even add elements of mitzvot. All mitzvot exist only in Eretz Yisrael, as the Ramban writes, and the Achronim pick up on Rafutner and others, that every element, even, even Tefillin and Mezuzahs, you know, have a certain element that um, is added in Eretz Yisrael that doesn't exist in Chutz Laaretz. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, Ekanis anila Eretz, yadi. I want to go in to be able to do all the mitzvot. She is kaimu kulan al yadi. Says, why do you want to go in? You want to go in because you want the schar for the mitzvahs? Okay, I'll give you the schar. It's kilu, you have the schar. This has bothered many amafarish. What exactly is the pshat of the Gemara? The Gemara could have said many other statements. Why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go in? Because there's a mitzvah of Yishevar Yisrael. That's a good kasha. Why didn't the Gemara say that? Or, um, Kodesh Baruch Hu could have said uh, that, you know, it's not the plan. You've done all the missus that you meant to do. What does the Gemara say? The Gemara focuses on the schar, on the reward, right? This is, this is unusual, right? We always, 
would imagine that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to do mitzvahs because he wanted to do mitzvahs. Right? The Gemara in Brachas Taflamid, hey, the Gemara tells us, Bo Reish, Loka the Rosh Hashanah, It's all quoted here at source number two in the Rinas Yitzchak or Yitzchak Saraskin. Says the Gemara, the earlier generations were not like the later generations. Doros are Rishonim. The earlier generations always looked for opportunities to put themselves into situations of mitzvahs. They brought their fruit straight in the front door because they wanted to have the chiv of Chuvas and Maisrus. The later generations, even in the days of the Gemara, didn't want to bother. They wanted to figure out a way to get out of mitzvos, the situation of mitzvos. They brought their fruit into through the roof. In order to exempt themselves from from mitzvos. So explains the Rav Saraskin. Right, that the uh, the pious ones were those that even if they weren't obligated to mitzvah, they wanted to be in the situation of mitzvahs. They didn't take an exemption, right? As we've said, uh, Pesach Sheni Jews. They just wanted to be. They said, no, it's not fair. Lama Nigara. We want. We want to do mitzvahs. He wasn't chayav in the mitzvahs atzulios. He wanted to be So what does the Gemara mean that oh it's keilu? Um, Hashem says I'll give you the schar. Is Moshe Rabbeinu really interested in the schar? Is that such a focus? Right? Why does the Gemara talk about it? Why does the Gemara talk about it? Right? The Gemara also he also quotes. Okay, there are many Gemaras that point in this direction with the same problem. We have this Gemara in um, in Sota, and we have the Gemara he quotes now in Pesachim Adavches. Where the Gemara says, Ha'omer Somebody says, I'm going to get staka so that my son has a refuah. Oshe'ya ben And the Gemara talks about it, that's okay. Doing it for schar. So the question is, what, what's with the schar? Right, the Gemara says, the Mishnah tells us, we know, <laughs> at the beginning of Pirkei Avos, so what exactly is the is the pshat of this Gemara that Moshe Rabbeinu yearned to go in, as we have at the beginning of our parsha, and the Gemara describes it as, I'll give you the schar, I'll give you the schar, as the words of the readers, Yitzchak, Lafiza, Tikshi on the left side. Moshe Rabbeinu, of course, did that on that level. That wasn't his... Ultimate purpose. And he leaves this as a uh, as a as a question. He leaves it as a question. What exactly is the is the pshat? So we've noted again a number of uh, commentaries in the uh, in the over the past hundreds of years deal with this question. Rabovadia in his commentary on Pirkei Avos in the Anaf Eitz Avos, an amazing commentary of uh, pshatim and many stories. Uh, Ravadia on that Mishnah in the first parak of Perkiyavos suggests, based on the Achmoni quotes Maharash Primo, who says that all these Gemaras, right, the Gemara Manashi Yechyebini, there's a Gemara in Mesechas Avodazara and Daf Zayin, where two of the great Amoraim, Rabbi Chanin and Rabbi Yonasan, were going on the way, and Yudzayin of Abayz, the Gemara quotes, he quotes this on line 20, Gilosh Neishvil, they came to two roads. They didn't know which road to go down. Echad pasuach l'kenesia shel avodazara, v'asheri pasuach l'beis boshe shel zonos. There was one road that went down. That was a base avodazara was on that road, and one was a base zonos. They said, which one should we go down? Which one should we go down? One of them said, you know what? Let's go down the one of the of the uh, avodazara because you know it's uh, the 
uh, znus would be too much taiva, too much taiva, too much of a, of a, of an isain. And then I said, no, let's go down that road and conquer our yetzer, kovesh es yitzreinu, and we'll get schar. Again, that's a separate situation of how do you put yourselves into a situation of Isayan? We don't believe in that. David Amalek wanted to have an Isayan. Didn't work out. The Gemara and Sanhedrin. But uh, here, what, what does it mean? So explains the Maharaj Primo, quoted here in Ramavadya, that generally we don't do mitzvahs for schar. We don't do mitzvahs for schar. Um, but that's only by mitzvahs that we have to do. By mitzvahs that we don't have to do, then the schar element is something that can be focused on. Shekivan, She'enan, well, we'll start with the first time that he says it. Line 7. Afapisha osa mitzvah, chiyuvis kesidra, tzorach lasosa shalom, anas lakabal pras, avilamupatrimena, umechayv etzatzmo lasos ha-mitzvah mutter. Putting yourself into a situation where it's not a mitzvah that you have to do. But right, if I'm putting on tefillin, I'm doing tefillin, I'm anas lakabal, I want to get the schar. No, Kodesh Barakot doesn't even put on tefillin. That's the chiyuv. Only if it's something beyond what one has to do, so then the schar... Uh, could play um, an element. And that's he says, the Gemara in, uh, about the tzedakah, you don't have to give any tzedakah. The Gemara here by Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have a chiv to go in. Right, he was in chutz la'aretz. He did not have to go in. He wants to go in so badly, that's, so to speak, a mitzvah that he didn't have to do. So therefore, Gadish Baruch Hu says, the schar could play a role in that. The Gemara go to Zara. They didn't have to go down any path. Right, neither path uh, was uh, was needed. They could have gone, just gone home. Right, so all of those um, have that element, and then he quotes at the end that the Vilna goes says that's the pshat. This is the pshat in the pesukim in, in Rus. Right, what is uh, I think Naomi says to uh, Rus on line seven in the second column, Yishalem Hashem Paalei Chotei Maskurtech Shleiba Me Hashem. Right, you should, Hashem should pay you back. Asher Boz Lachos Tachas Knafa that you came uh, to be under the wings of the Shechina. And the question is again, what, what a kind of uh, statement is this to Rus? That Hashem should pay you. Hashem should pay you. We don't. We don't live for 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 schar. Ech narhiv oz levaki schar levodasenu. Haytachesh yivakesh eved olam schar me rabo. Right. Guf kadilo. So the answer is Rus was a giora, says the Gra. So everything Rus did, so to speak, was uh, something that was voluntary. She put herself into that situation. Yecholi levaki schar levodasa ki meiritzona ato bachra b'mitzvos Hashem isbarach. And that's why Amar Laboaz, or, or Boaz, it wasn't, it wasn't Nami, it was Boaz Setter, Temas Kurtech, Shleima, Vetuchli, Levaki, Schar, Bebrei Shabbos. Just to add one point, again, and this is how Moshe Rabbeinu, how Schar could play a role in that Gemara, there might be another element um, as well it, behind this, like the Gemara says also in Mesechah's Brachas, when Reb Zeira got uh, tired at the end of the day, he at least sat at the door of the base Medrash, at least he could sit up for Tzvidah Chachamim, Unavaki, Schar. Maybe all these statements aren't just they're not interested in the schar, but it's a declaration that there is schar, that we believe in schar va'onesh. Right? One of the animamins is that Kadosh Baruch Hu sees as mashkiach on every one of our actions, and after 120, there'll be schar va'onesh, and we'll have to stand up, and all of our deeds will will uh, be brought in front of us. So maybe that's also part of it. Let's say Reb Zera, I'll get schar. He's just teaching the Talmudim that every single act has schar. 
And that's something that's Sadok and Baitos, right? The Talmud of Antigonus isn't, um, uh, were misled and misguided um, in that in that way. Uh, so maybe that's another element of all of these Gemaras about when the Kabbal Schar or the Falcon Schar, not that the, they're interested and the players are interested in the Schar, but they're stating that they believe in Schar. They believe in Schar Ba'onish and they realize the significance of every action uh, that they perform and the Ratzon that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in every one of our, in any one of our deeds. Okay, moving right along, we have the first of twice in Sefer Tvarim that we have the mitzvahs of Baltosif and and Baltir of uh, Pashas um, in Perak Dalid. The Psukim uh, tell us, Listen up. Again, there's so much of a pep talk here. Listen up to the Chukim and the Mishpatim that I'm teaching you. So that you shall live. Right, all the mitzvahs give us life. Every mitzvah is connected to a limb of our body. And this will also help you be Yoresh Eretz Yisrael. Do not add on. You can't add on to anything. You might think that more mitzvahs the merrier. Right, I have so many mitzvahs. Let me add on some more mitzvahs. No, do not add on to the uh, davar that I am commanding you. And also do not take away from the number. To guard, you might think that to be goreah uh, would be something positive. No, baltosif, baltegra, rashi, lotosifu, kigon. Chamesh parsios batfilin. Five parsios in the tefillin. Chamesh as minin shebelulav. Adding on a, a, a min of the dalat minim, chamesh titsios v'chein lo sigru also lo tigru. Question in the in the lamdis, what does lo tigru mean? How do you do lo tigra? Because after all, if you just don't do a mitzvah, that's not bal tigra, right? That's not doing a mitzvah. If I, if I don't do if I only do a mitzvah, what if I only have three minim? If I have a, if I leave out hadasim, that's bal tigra, or that's that's nothing. That's nothing. It's like taking a half a. Half of something else, right? So that's a question in the Lambdas. How exactly what, how, does one violate Baltigra? Is doing a mitzvah begiraon, doing a mitzvah in some inferior way? But um, right, the uh, the Baal term says lo sigru limenu lishmar es sofetevos taryag. Classic Baal Haturit. But again, these are the examples given by Rashi. The Ramban uh, is known, adds on a couple of extra mitzvah, uh, examples of Baltosif making up one's own mitzvah. Like Yeravim and Avat made his own holiday, right? That's also included in the uh, in the Isser of in the Isser of Baltosif. So again, a big sugya, and the question also that we show him deal with is why did it say it twice? Baltosif from Antigua says it here, and it also says it um, later on in in uh, in Dvar. If you look here in the Pnini Hatora, so he asks. Uh, why for, this is from the uh, Dubna Magid? He quotes the contemporary um, sources about this from the Dubna Magid. What is this so bad about adding on? Why is it Asr? I'm going to be Mahadrin. I'm going to have all the mitzvahs that I'm going to add on. Yes, okay, to take away from mitzvahs, I, that's more understandable. Or to do mitzvahs in an inferior way. What's the svara for being usher to be mosif on on mitzvah? So he gives a mashal as the Dubna Magid always gives mishalom. The person always borrowed things from his from his neighbor. Whenever he brought things back, he always gave back double. 
We're not going to get to ribis issues, but you always go back double. Shemakam kafachas sheshol hachzer shtei kafos. He borrowed a spoon, he gave back two spoons. Shemakam karaachas shtei karas. He borrowed a plate, he gave back two plates. Vekasher tama amashal alzeim when the mashil when the uh, the lender asked him why do you always give me back double? I yeshol mashivo betvimus. He just answered. Kshevetei akaf lebeisi haratava gam yolda kafshnia. It gave birth. Amazing. The spoon got pregnant and gave birth to another spoon. Ukemochen akara. The plate gave birth. The spoon gave birth. And the mashil just accepted. Okay, I don't understand that so well, but that's what he wants. Give me back double. He gives me back double. Pamachas boy lava lava. One time the lava says. Ha'erev chag b'chal mishpacha b'beisi. My whole house, my whole family is over for yantif. B'matusim b'chal, please. L'ashileni minoras kesef agol shalcha. Can I please borrow your big silver candelabra? Hamashal natal b'akashaso. The mashal says, sure. Hey, I'm going to get back to right everything I give him. He always uh, gives back double. Kilamachar yavilo zug minoros. Over misparyamim after a couple of days. V'asholo hechzer afinorachas. He didn't get back anything. After Yantif, Hamashal Padel Shcheino Vamarlos. The Mashal, the Lenin Covenant says, What's going on? Where's my menorah? Where's my menorah? Analo Ashoal. The Shoal says, I'm sorry. Daki, menorah sakesev shalcha. Sheviti Lebesi, when I brought it to my house, Chalsava Mesa Lefeta Bitam, it died. It got sick, and after a couple of days, it died. So I'm sorry, there's no more menorah. The Mashal hit Rakes Bitzach. The Mashal says, Wait a second. Lama says, What are you doing? What are you scoffing? What are you. Making fun. You ever hear of such a thing? A menorah doesn't die. It's a silver menorah. What are you talking about? Right? And the lender says, one second. Right. Did you ever have a plate or a spoon that had a baby? You didn't argue then. You have a problem to think that a spoon or a plate would give birth. So if you believe that, then you accepted that. So you have to believe that the silver menorah also can die. That's the nimshal. That's the mashal. And the nimshal says the dubna magid. Obviously, baltosif and baltigra. What's the difference, baltosif? So a mitzvah had a baby. The mitzvah gave birth. Misha Mosef ala mitzvahs nirek omer shah mitzvah haraviyalda. You're saying like the package of mitzvahs had babies, had children. Aluhu chalila lomar mitzvah acheres shabaliyado kihi mesa. Right, eventually you're going to take away, right? There's a perfect izun. There's a perfect balance of the mitzvah's hatorah. And therefore, if I, if I lean too much, so then it's going to affect the, going to affect, uh, somewhere else, it's going to cut off. Again, it doesn't mean mitzvah's durabanan. Like the Rambam says, as long as the Rabbanan say that the mitzvah's are durabanan, then it is okay. But the, um, but that is, <laughs> that is, uh, the balance that has to be. Remember years ago, um, Rav Shechter quoted one of the Maspidim from Ramosha Feinstein's uh, yard site. I think it was, uh, Rav Nissen Alpert, I don't remember, that he quoted that one of the Bali Mumin for an animal is a Sarua. Sarua, Parshas Emar, is an animal that has, um, the features of the animal aren't, aren't exactly equal. Like the right leg is bigger than the left leg, or the left ear is bigger than the right ear. Right? There's some imbalance in the animal, and that represents a, that's a, that's a balmum. So the question is, why is that a balmum? So he has a bigger arm, so he's even stronger. A little, a little stronger arm in the, in the, the right arm. The answer is because, uh, about, if one is not in balance, so then that's a mum. Right? All of Avodas Hashem has to be balanced. Right? Ben Adam Lamakah, Ben Adam Lachavero, Ben Adam Laatzmo, Mitzvah, Saveros, everything. Uh, has to be in a balance. Ramosha Faisen had that perfect balance of, um, of Avoda. 
And that's also part of Baltosev and Baltigre. If we try to push in one direction too much, then the other direction is obviously going to be affected negatively. Right? There's a perfect number, perfect number. Right? Even the Sefer Chidach, if you remember, in this week's Parsha, right, on, on um, Losis Ave. Right. He talks about how Losis Ave is included in the, the Isurim of Gezel, and even non Jews, even when they Noah, are uh, in, in Mitzuva in Losis Ave, because it's an Anaf of Gezel. I, so why, for Goyim, does Gezel include so many mitzvahs? Losis Ave, Losis Ave, is all included in Gezel. And for Klai Yisrael, they're all separate because he gave us more mitzvahs. It doesn't mean more mitzvahs that. Uh, than the system. What do you mean? There's a perfect number of mitzvahs. What do you mean? Herbal and Torah mitzvahs. But within the package of mitzvahs, he made more independent mitzvahs in order to give us more schar. But the system, the whole framework of mitzvahs is all is all shalem, right? Because the didn't add on any of the mitzvahs, just like we're not supposed to add on uh, any to any mitzvah uh, or to the package of mitzvahs as well. Okay. Moving right along. A halachic ha'ara, which maybe we mentioned in the past, I don't remember, but uh, the Gemara, the um, based on the pasuk paragdalit pasuk chavav, pasuk chavav, haidosi b'chevayom, right? The the Torah continues, and the uh, sorry, hey later on, hey hey chavzayin, hey chavzayin is the uh, is the pasuk that the meshachachma picks up on. And that is right after the Aseris Hadibros. We're not going to focus on the Aseris Hadibros this year so much. The, uh, only one mitzvah that is added on to the Aseris Hadibros that was encountered earlier in the in the uh, Minyan Mitzvos. But that's the that's what the um, Monia Mitzvos count. But then after after Harsinai Leif Emar Lehem Shuv Lachem Alechem. The Meshachachma uh, here in our parsha quotes the question of the Chassam Sofer, who wonders. That the Gemara, in more than one place, in Mesechas Yavamis, has the principle of Gershin is Gayer, Kekotan Shinol Adami. A Ger that converts is like a baby who's born, meaning halachically, Midaraisa, he's not related to his relatives. Not related to his relatives. Is he allowed to? Is there an idea of keep it up aim? Beside biological, is there an idea of, of Avelis? The question's in the postgame. But technically, Daraisa, he's not related. So, how do we know that? How do we know that? That what's the source? There's no, the Gemara does not quote a source um, for that principle. So the Balaturim has a remez later on in Parshas Kiseitze, uh, the uh, principle of Gershon is Gayer. But the Chasab Sofer in Mesechas Avodah Zara leaves it. But Zarachian rather Meshachachma here in source number seven quotes that uh, that Chasab Sofer and the Meshachachma says, I think it's a Beferish pasuk. I think it's Lodaiti Pashut. I think it's obvious, says the Meshachach, whether it's based on a Pasuk in our parsha. After Harsinai, Kodesh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Kla Yisrael, Leich emar lahem, shuvu lachem lahalechem. So go back, they could go back, they've been at this Mount Harsinai now, they got ready for a couple of days, and now they receive the Torah, now shuvu lachem lahalechem. Right, and what does that mean? What does that mean? So Rashi and Shabbos are not Petes. I think give it to you, but that's what the Meshachach uh, was based on. Rashi says, That's where the, uh, the Gemara says, Go back to the women that I had answered. Right? Go back. They hadn't been with their wives for three days. They outside for them to go back. That's the, the Ola had uh, children. Okay, a special bracha. 
of Shuvalachem Laalechem. But says the Meshachachma, everybody's going back to their wives. But one minute, some of the wives, now they just received Arayos. They just received the, the world of Gili Arayos and all of the Halachas. But so how is that allowed? How are they allowed to go back to their wives if some of their wives were Nasar? Right? Moshe Rabbeinu's own parents was an illicit relation. It was an uh, it was an uncle. It was a uh, a niece and an uncle. I'm sorry, a nephew and an aunt. A nephew and an aunt are not allowed to get married. An uncle and a niece are allowed to get married, but an aunt um, and a nephew are not allowed to get married. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu's parents, right? Yocheved, his mother was the daughter of Levi, and Amram, his father, was the grandson, right? It was a nephew. It was an aunt and an and an uncle. So. How was that? I'm sorry. It was an aunt and a nephew. So how was that possible? This is an example. So the Meshachan says, ah, oh, that's the source. Gershah's guy, Gajanolo dummy. Right? Because we were all Gerim at the time of Harsinai, and therefore we were not related to the other family members, and that's what he says. Lati Pashi Yasabam, Dibistama, Hayal Yosef, Israel, Nashim Harbe, Shame Osan, Shein Benoch, Musharin Alehen, Be Amram Yochiach. Shagadal Hadar Haya Vinasa Dodaso. Right, he married his aunt. Vachinamru Biyoma Vergemakipurim Panachasilo Prisi Buhu. Vicham so here. Vimlohay Rigil Hoya Bochim, Echam Rahman Achaman Torah, Shubalachemalechem, Vaina Halo Alishto, Halo Elusha Nasu Krovo Seyam Srichim Lefroshmihan. They have to separate. Vial Karchach, the Gershin is Garkajanola Dami. It must be that Gershin is Gayer, and therefore there is um, nothing to worry about. That is the uh, that's the source. Okay, a classic Meshachachma. The Meshachachma was one of those that found sources for dinim of Torah Shabbat in the Torah Shabbat How often does he do that in his in his uh, sefer that he takes a din that is known and he finds a source for it where Chazal don't say the source, don't say the source. Maybe they knew about the source, but they at least don't say it. And the Meshachachma suggested it. Again, the the, the major achronim of the 19th century that worked so hard to uh, prove and to, and to prove the veracity of the Torah Shabbat at a time when so many groups of Jews were rejecting the Torah Shabbat so the Meshachachma was one of the one of the main main um, um, Rabbanim at the time Gedolim who did that we mentioned so to Rav Hirsch so to the Malbim so to Rav Mecklenburg the Kabbalah they were all fighting the reform at that time through their Pshatim of the of the Torah good moving right along to a very important Yisodistic uh, Rav Sadia Gon. In Parag Vav, Pasig Beis. Zos HaMitzvah HaChukim HaMishpatim HaShetziv HaShem HaLakim HaMedeshem says the Torah, these are the mitzvahs and the laws that Hashem commanded you to teach. La'asos pa'aretz asheretem obrim sham l'rishtah. To do in the land. L'man tira ez HaShem HaLakecha. Lishmar is called mitchukos and mitzvosah. To fear HaShem, to keep all of His laws. Asher anochi mitzavecha. Atah Uvincha, Uven Bincha, Koyamecha You and your children and your grandchildren all your lives. Ata Uvincha Uven Bincha. So if you look in source number eight, in Emuna, it's a, uh, a section of Emunas Videos where Lopiansky puts this uh, on the Pasik, he points this out for us um, in his Sefer, but in Emunas Videos in Yud Tezayan, uh Rifsad Yagon's major philosophical work. He discusses based on this pasuk where it says you have to fear Hashem and and affect your family. It's for your family. So Rav Sadiyagon uses this pasuk to to say an expanded thought, and that is what life's about. Life's about not just sitting in my own daladamas and learning Torah and wondering 
and focusing on my own spiritual uplifting and reality. But it's about everyone around us. It's about living life in an uplifted way. Mitsuyim anashim rabim haomrim. Many people out there say, obviously this Rebbe Nusvadeos was written in Arabic, and this is the Hebrew translation. Mitsuyim anashim rabim haomrim. Kitov biyoser shisazik bo haadam baolamazeh hi avodas Hashem bilvad. This world is supposed to be pure avodas Hashem. Vihishi tzavim bayom shiyatsum bayom. You should fast. Viyakum balayla lahalahodos and get up in the middle of the night to, to praise Hashem. Viyazov esaolim bechaluso and basically leave the world around you. Ki Hashem yisapik lo inyani mizonu for for us. So you don't have to make a living. Hashem will give any parnasa that I have. Viyaser tzrachav. Viyinenu motzim laavoda onek chashuv. Yes, it's true. It's true, says the uh, Rav Sadigon, that avoda is part of life. Ki noim navati hila v'simcha v'chedva. Yes, serving Hashem is the ultimate goal of life, and even in a way that's direct and only focused on my personal avodas Hashem. But now he expands. That's not what all of life is about. If you're not involved in the world, how are you going to live? Right? And if you're not involved in your children, so then your avodah also is not going to be complete. Your, your whole anche dor also included, not just your own family. As our Pasuk says, right? Yeah, we have to have a holistic Avodah Hashem. We have to have time, obviously, for Torah and learning and, and uh, personal mitzvahs. But it's about connecting to others, one's family and one's surroundings. And it continues to says, how many mitzvahs? How many mitzvahs are all about involved with others? Right, all evolved. Umayu chala, but he says, We're supposed to do all the mitzvahs. And what did it say in next week's parsha? Umayu chala, but did lekayemi mitzvahs hamedib mivididos. There are mitzvahs about measuring vahamidos amishkolam about um, honest weights and measures. Kamru mosneit sedek, abneit sedek. Are you going to sit and just learn in your own uh, house? And not be connected to people. There's mitzvahs about honesty. There's mitzvahs about judgment. What about all the different types of foods? You have to go and eat. You have to check. You have to be involved in the world to know what's kosher, what's not kosher. Be farming, trumas and maestris and mitzvahs. Mitzvahs take us throughout all aspects of life. All aspects of life are mitzvahs for us to be mekayim, for us to sanctify, for us to sanctify. Umahim and skipping on the bottom and being involved in the world does not reflect any lack of bitachon. 
There's a natural realm, right? Ramosha Faisi Shuva, if you remember, about life insurance. That's part of life. Part of life and part of Bidachon is 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 involved in the world and using the world to uh, better our Avodas Hashem and better our state. And therefore it says uh Rav Sadigon, in his own way, we have to be involved in the world. As much as, obviously, there are, there are limits how much and in what way, but to be Mekadishim Shemayim in all areas of our life. Right? That's something that uh, we need to focus on. Obviously, uh, just to relate, it's still uh, within the Shloshim. My mother was, was very involved in, in everyone around her, everyone around her, especially her children and her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren and, and her neighbors, always being mashpia, always looking out for those uh, who needed, those who needed. And that's, that's really what... Uh, our legacy that we take from her, she never focused on herself. She always focused on others and making their lives better and happier. And Hashem, we should uh, continue that. Okay, we get to Shema. We get to Shema. Perak Vav, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alokeinu, Hashem Echad. And we have the first parsha of Kriya Shema, which we could have many hours of Shi'urim on. But one simple question, which we, um, many, I didn't see um, others uh, do not focus on. From the Nesiva Shalom, from the Slana Marebi. Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad. So what is that? What do we think about by Hashem Echad? Hashem is the ultimate in terms of of everything in life revolves around Hashem. The Kavanas Apshuta Shal Kriyashma. Tzorach Lachavin Ba'amiras Pasik Zeh. We have to focus when we say this Pasik. Liyachin Etzakadosh Baruch Hu Shu Yachinu Miyuchad V'chal Olam. Right? That he's in charge of the seven Rekiyim and the Arba Ruchos Olam. We have to be most nefesh for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem Echad, Hashem Echad. <coughs> As we know, he's going to quote soon the Gemara in Brachas when it says that Rabbi Akiva's life, his lips, his last moments, his life Nishmaso Yatsa BeEchad. His life left with Echad, with that that word Hashem Echad on his lips. The question is, where where do you see that remez in Echad about Mesiras Nefesh? This is the Yisod of Emunah, that Hashem is one. Hashem is unique. Right? Where do you see Mesiris Nefesh alluded to and uh, focused on in this phrase, Echad, uh, number one. And number two, really, the next Pasuk is the one that's all about Mesiris Nefesh. Right? Chazal tell us. So, and that's the Gemara in Brachas and Daf So, so what is the relationship between the Hashem Echad and the Bechol Nafshecha? Isn't it the same thing? If we're saying Bechol Nafshecha, Afilu Notolos Nafshecha, and we're saying Hashem Echad is to be Moser Nefesh for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, He is the ultimate one. So, then what exactly is the uh, relationship between those two? And why doesn't why did the Gemara say that Rabbi Kiva was marach in bechol nafshecha? What do you mean he was marach beechad? Bechol nafshecha is the is the mesiris nefesh phrase from Hashem. And why did why wasn't called hayachol yomav hayimitzdar al pasuk zeh? You should have been mitzdar on on bechol nafshecha, not on Hashem echad. So explains the nesiva shalom. There, there are two elements. If you think about it, it's a fascinating question. The Gemara at the beginning of the second parasha of Brachas. Lama Kadma the Mishnayis. Why do we say the second parasha, the first parasha before the second parasha? Why does Shema come before Vayim Shemoa? Because Shema is about Kabbalas Omal Shemayim, and Vayim Shemoa is about Kabbalas Mitzvos. So ask the Slanim Rebbe, what's the difference between those two? 
right? Isn't Kabbalah Zamacha Shemayim to do the mitzvahs? And doesn't all mitzvahs require Kabbalah Zamacha Shemayim? Isn't it basically two sides of the same coin? Kabbalah Zamacha Shemayim, he can't keep Kabbalah Zamacha Shemayim. Shemakabal al atzmo al machos shayim sheikayim as a mitzvah. So, so what what what's the two? So explains the Slana Marebi right here. Vahabi line twenty seven. Shema Yisrael Hashem alokeinu Hashem echad lo nomar kishar mitzvah sater b'lashet sivui. If you know the Shema Yisrael is not lashen sivui, it's not via hafta. The next pasuk. Shema is a declaration. It's not a command. Right? What what is it? A declaration? It's talking to us. It's for us to know our essence. Know our mahus. Right? We are given the mitzvahs. Right? And we have to do the mitzvahs. But we have to recognize that we are all just an outgrowth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything in the world, everything in life is totally on Him. Ein od milvado. Eitzel Yehudi Yishrak Dabar Echad Hashem Alokeinu Ve'ino Milvado B'chol Abriya Domim Somei Chaim Adaber All the levels of Abriya Ain Shum Davar Milvad Koach Abor Yisbarach Ultimately, the only reality, independent reality, Ain Od Milvado V'atam Achayis Kulam And everything is totally in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that this is for every second of our life, not specifically when our life is on the line for one of the big three. No, Hashem Echad is every second of our living in the shadow and the recognition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is every second of our lives being Mechaya us. Shekal HaChayas Hime Elokuso Ve'ein Dabar Yachol Lanua Mimkomo Boli Ashkachas HaPratis Nothing can move in this world without His Ashkacha. V'chol Abriyam is Kayem Es Me'akoach HaElyon It's all up to Him. And that's Hashem Echad. Everything is that one. Is dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why He says we cover our eyes when we say Hashem Echad, to recognize, being mevatel ourselves. Tzadikim, now he says on the left, we tell Godel Darga Hezbatla Shalohem. Tzadikim, through their level of Hezbatla, they reach these levels, right? They reach the levels of Hashem Echad even during their lifetime. That's what it means, Mesiris Nefesh, Rabbi Akiva, his whole life wanted to get to Echad. That doesn't only mean to die, Al-Kiddush Hashem. That's Bechol Nafshecha. To die in those situations where it comes up that one has to be most nefesh, literally give their life for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But the idea of mesiras nefesh while one is living and totally connecting to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and recognizing that Hashem Echad says that's that's for tzaddikim, that's the higher level. Shevachal nafshechahu mitzvus mesiras nefesh binyanim alehem mechuyev yehudi limsar nafsho. That comes up Rachman al-Etzlan every so often in our history. Ach Hashem alokinu Hashem echad in yano his batlus l'Hashem echad shemoser nafsho rucha v'neshmaso umevatlu l'Hashem echad she'ein zulaso. That we recognize that that's Shema Yisrael. That's why it's not a tzivui. It's just a reality. That's something that we have to do, and it's not for everyone, but it's just a goal that we hope to to reach those levels, right? And that's um, that's Kabbalah Samachos Shemayim separate from separate from Kabbalah Sol Mitzvos. We say Shemayim. Turn on the next page. We say Shema at the beginning of our lives, at the end of our lives. We say Shema in the morning. We say Shema in the evening. But again, that's the that's the message of of Hashem Echad. And B'chol Nafshcha. B'chol Nafshcha is the specific situations of giving one's life. But Rabbi Kiva, at that last moment, wasn't just realizing that he reached the level at that moment to give his life. But he reached the level that his whole life was connected to Hashem Echad. That type of Mesiris Nefesh 
And that's what um, we learn from that Gemara at the end of Meseches Brachos. Good. Back to a Meshachachma. Back to another Meshachachma. Um, also on this Pasuk of Bechom Ma'odecha. So what is Ma'odecha? That's the hardest word, the hardest phrase, right? Bechom Nafshecha, with your whole, with your whole uh, Nefesh. Bechom Levavcha, Bechom Ma'odecha, with all of your Ma'od. Bechom of your Ma'od. So Meshachachma quotes the Medrash. And uh, also in Mesachas Brachas, Bechom Mida Umida Shumode Lecha, with every Mida, with everything that Hashem gives you. Whatever Hashem gives you, right, we have to be modem. Like Eov says, Hashem natano Hashem lakach, Yishem Hashem Hashem avorach, as he says that after tragedy struck him. But, so what is the ma'od? What is the ma'od focused on? So the Meshachachma says, this Pasuk is Davka said to human beings, and, right, we have to serve Hashem with our extra. Ma'od, very, with our extra. What's the extra that a human being has that, let's say, an animal does not have? So, Meshachachma has two ideas. Number one, he says, Ma'od hua nosaf. adam what a human being has over an animal. Hu adam mitzakein atzmo v'sovel dvarim hamazikim legufo. We could have delayed gratification. We could invest now for a later date. That is something that generally animals, even by instinct, the ants, the ants thought about it, well, you know, it's going to be the winter in a couple of months, so let's go gather some food so we can have for the winter. They don't think about that. It's in there, maybe instinctive, that Hashem wants them to survive in the winter, and therefore he makes them gather right now. But it's not like there's a decision made of delaying. A person will, will go out to make a living in the cold in order to bring home uh, food and, and protection for his family. That's a decision. It'll travel the world because of future toalios um, that he wants to bring back. Right? That's what a person does. Wants instant, right? uh, he has instinct, instinctive characters. He doesn't think about the future. So we have to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with our abilities of delaying, of knowing right now we have to invest. Whether it means there's Yisurin now in order to have the ultimate schar in the future. Whether it means investing now to, to gain Avodah Hashem in the future. That's to serve Hashem with your ma'od, with your extra that the Baal Chaim don't have. Yargish Adam Shakol Lutova. I said everything is for the good. Everything is for um, for an ultimate for an ultimate purpose. That's one. Maybe that's our ma'od, right? Our our extra that we have. Animals don't have. Oh, he says another shot. Ma'od means okay. It's something that we the animals don't have. This is what he quotes from the Mora and the Sefer Achinuch says this. Hashkacha pratas hashkacha klalis. We know that hashkacha on animals and plants and trees. Maybe there's hashkacha klalis for the species. But for a person, hashgacha pratis. Hashgacha pratis in Iraq be medabrim be baalichayim. Mean it, lo pratit. Vezesh amar shenehovo so maod. Be yitroncha shata mushkach be pratis. Hashem is mashkiach you. Specifically, hashgacha pratis. Umake oscha bedvarbesher lo lefiatev zerak kaav lebed. We have hashgacha pratis from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Every single person is is has a special, unique specific relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. 
And with that knowledge, we should serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, love Hashem, v'yahavta, love Hashem with the extras that we have above the animal kingdom in these two, in these two regards. Good. Finally, one more thought for this, uh, for this year's Vo'es uh, Hanon. Um, an interesting comment and question that maybe we never really thought about before. Comparing the first and the second parsha of Kriyashma, Reb Nissan Alper, Limudi Nissan wonders, I was always bothered why the order is switched between the first and the second parsha of Kriyashma. In the first parsha of Kriyashma, first we have the mitzvah of Avas Hashem and Talmud Torah, right? We have Limatem Osamas Benechem. And, I'm sorry, we have Shinatam Lubanacha Vitibartabam, right? We have first the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, which is a Avoda Shabalev, as he would call it, Shinatam Lubanacha And then afterwards we have the mitzvahs of, the Maisa mitzvahs of Tfilin and Mezuzah. Shatam Lubanacha, Uchzatam Mezuzah, Beisacha Vishrecha. So in the first parsha we have Talmud Torah, and then we have Tfilin and Mezuzah. And yet if we look in the um, second parsha of Kriyashma, which we're going to lay next week, Right, we have towards the end we have limatem osam espanechem ladaverbam b'shiftachav beisecha. We should have talmud Torah, but we have um, uh, before that he says right. Parshishni and Emra kodem mitzvah sfilin v'samtem ukshartem. Right, and then after right we have pasuk yuches there in Ekev. We have ukshartem osayat osam osayatchem oitos bein in Ekev, and then we have matamotos beinechem. So our tefillin and talmud Torah switch. The first parsha we have talmud Torah and then tefillin, and then the second parsha we have tefillin and then talmud Torah. We have yes, we have mezuzah at the end, but why is that switch? So he quotes from the sefer Ohel Yehoshua, Ohel Yehoshua, who says uh, an idea that the sefer Achidach made famous. Uh, but he talks about how the ultimate way of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to be inspired from within, for our heart to be into it, for, uh, for us to feel that connection and that rutzon, and then Mamela that overflows into doing Maisa HaMitzvahs. That's the ultimate way. But sometimes we don't have that. right? Sometimes we're not feeling it. Sometimes we're not in the zone, as is said today. So then what? Then we don't do it? No. Then you have to do it and bring the feeling and bring the and breathe the Hargashas Halev. You have to do it one way or the other. The higher level is, you know, if we're feeling it, and then we do it, and we have both of them. That's the first parsha of Kriyashma. Right? We're feeling it from the other way. And then it takes us into Talmud Torah, which is not a Maisa mitzvah, and then that Memela then will lead us to the Maisa mitzvah of Tefillin. The second parsha is after Vacharaf Hashem. Right after Hashem was angry with us, we're feeling more distant. So then, you know, we might not be feeling it as much. And therefore, he says, that's why in the second parsha, we have to just jump into the mitzvahs, jump into Tillin. And once we do that, then hopefully, the goal, though, of both our parshios is to tell us that we're always at the Surah Kaddish Baruch Hu. You know, sometimes in our generation, it's, I'm not feeling it, so I'm not going to do it. No, 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 we do it. We have to do it either if we're inspired to do it or the Maisim will help us be inspired. Again, obviously, searching and appreciating and analyzing and trying to get the most out of the Maisim Mitzvahs. But ultimately, the two Parshios talk about the two situations that a Jew might be in, whether they're feeling it or not feeling it, whether they're ready to learn or not ready to learn. Either way, the way to help us out is to then uh, do the Maisim Mitzvahs and in that way be inspired. Okay, we'll stop here. Again, Parshas Aschana, Tavshin Bebez. I again thank all for, uh, for all of your um, condolence wishes. And Belashem, we should share Simchas and Nachas uh, and all good things together.